This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I was glad to have this young lady back, the editor-in-chief over at theuncoverdc.com. Go to that website. Check out everything that she does. It's Tracy Bings. Tracy, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good. Good to be here, Joe. You're better than good. Um, let me let me say this. I read your article on this censorship case that's going on, and it's just spot on. You just have, you've been all over this from day one, <laughs> and the whole um, collusion between the government and big tech is such a a bigger issue than those watching and listening right now think it is. We're going to get into it in depth, but really great reporting on that. But but I want to start with this. Why the hell aren't you back on Twitter yet? I don't understand. Elon Musk was going to be the the beacon of free speech and. I saw every tweet that you ever tweeted because we followed each other. I didn't see one thing that made me go, oh, Tracy, what are you thinking? Not even one thing, Tracy. Why I, aren't you on there? First of all, why were you kicked off? I was kicked off. First, they said because I was I was um, platform ma- manipulation and spam. Does that mean which, anything in, in reality or not? No. I mean, it means that I was a bot spamming people's tweets. It's which, of course, you weren't. Of course not. Number two, the second time after I appealed twice and they came up with their final determination, it was that I was violent for violence, encouraging violence and hateful conduct or something, which never happened. I self-censored so hard on Twitter, so much more than I do now. So, Well, I got to tell you, I've known you for a while, and you, you can be violent. Let's just be honest. No, I'm just, <laughs> I just Tracy, there's not a violent bone in your body. See, I don't understand why they get away with that. I mean, that to me is defaming from its face. To say that Tracy Beans, a known human being, an entity on Twitter and in real life, is a violent person or is promoting violence, how is that not defamation? And the problem is they've got all this freedom from liability because of 230. I mean, how do they get away with that? Not only do they squelch your First Amendment right, and we know it's an issue because there is collusion with the government, but they also accuse you of something that is abhorrent. It's not true. No, it's not true. But you know what? I don't know how much defamation it could be because it was just to me. Um, it's not like they announced it to the world that I was hateful and violent, but, um, it's okay, Joe, you know, I'm still waiting. Elon Musk was supposed to let everybody back on. And then there was a report that 62,000 accounts were supposed to be back. And I'm just patiently waiting, doing my thing on other alternative platforms. Like I will continue to do if I ever do make it back onto Twitter. But you know what it reminds me of? This is completely unscripted. Everyone just letting you know, you know, the scene in Ghostbusters at the end when all the ghosts come back. Yes. All the ghosts flooding New York City are the conservatives being let back on Twitter. <laughs> I can see the visual right now. Yeah. For some reason, the one ghost that, that was eating the Vienna the sausages, uh, yeah. it, it, I don't know, that, that, that pops into my mouth. Uh, all right, it's Tracy Beans. Go to UncoverDC.com. Uh, let me just ask you one more opinion thing before we get into the facts of this case. Um, what do you think Elon Musk's end goal is here? He keeps on bragging that he's got more users than ever on Twitter, that it's growing like crazy, growing more than it has in 10 years. It's a beacon of free speech, and we have to call out the misinformation and disinformation at the end of the day. Yet he hasn't yet done what he said he was going to do. 
and even not doing what he said he was going to do, he's still losing advertisers left and right. What do you think the, the goal is for him? I think he wants a user-supported multimedia platform where people can say what they want to say that retains the significance that it had globally in terms of you know, newsworthiness. Because that's really what what Twitter is. And it's a lot more fun now. I go over there and look around sometimes. It is a lot more fun. But he wants to like loop in and make this internet of one sort of a thing. And I think he's looking at Twitter as a springboard to that, honestly. Interesting. All right, it's uh, Tracy Beans. Make sure you follow her on all the platforms that she's on. I know that you're on Getter, Truth, Gab. Are those the main three? Telegram, which you and I have talked about. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how to Cloud build Hub. Telegram. I have no, no idea how to. It's all right. A, okay. I've got a telegram, but no, nobody likes anything that I do. All right. Um, uh, so uh, I want you back on Twitter. I think you you deserve to be back on there. Um, and, and again, follow her everywhere. It's a B-E-A-N-Z is her last name. Talk to me about Missouri versus Biden. And is it Louisiana involved too? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Now, this case, we've talked about it a couple times on your show. Yeah. It is so important and I'm not going to stop talking about it. Good. So look. The thing that's really blowing my mind about this case now is how the Biden administration is continually being smacked down by judges all across the land. So when the judge in the Missouri v. Biden case in Louisiana decided that these high level officials needed to sit down and do depositions, what they're sitting down for is so that the judge can decide before the case even goes to trial if he should grant a temporary injunction that bars the government from cooperating with and conversing with social media companies in order to censor the speech of Americans. So that's what this is right now. He, the, the Missouri needs to interview these people to know what else they need to know to prove their case for right. the injunction. Okay. So once the judge ruled that these people need to sit and actually answer questions under oath, it was almost like a gremlin got a light shined on it after midnight or something. The government freaked out and they started going to courts across all over in every district, appealing, asking for mandamus, which is basically when you go to a judge and you say, this judge down here made a really big mistake and is crazy. Can you please rule and reverse what he did? Three of you judges on the Fifth Circuit of Appeals. And that's what recently happened. They said that Vivek Murthy, the Surgeon General, Jen Easterly of CISA, and uh, the White House senior advisor, to the president shouldn't have to sit down for a deposition in front of these people because they're too high ranking and it's too much for them. And there aren't extenuating circumstances that warrant it. And now they're back in front of the Louisiana judge because the Fifth Circuit of Appeals said, we're not going to tell this judge he's wrong, government. Sorry. We're just going to make him revive, you know, reevaluate his original decision and see if he still wants to stick with it. And they also smacked down, you know who Jeannie Rhee is. No, uh uh-uh. Oh my gosh. Obama fixer on the Mueller special counsel was kind of the, the big prosecutor in the Roger Stone case. Um, just a deep state operative attorney to the max. She went in front of a Virginia judge to try and get Jen circle me back Saki out of doing a deposition because she was called for a deposition as well. And the judge in Virginia in Alexandria, Virginia, basically Washington, DC, I, I can't even explain to you how he told her to sit down and shut her mouth. It was I, I, it's beautiful. Hi, it's, it's actually highlighted on uh, on Uncovered DC, isn't it? Uh, there's yeah. an actual. Uh, what does the judge say? What are the actual words that that the judge uses? It's something about how it's outrageous or obnoxious or something, uh, and it just jumped out. I was like, wow, this is great. It, it, he really like he really was like, why are you guys here? I can't believe you're doing this. 
you know, this is so out of form. If you, if I rule on this, you're not going to like my ruling. So I'm going to transfer it back to Louisiana to have this, the, the judge who already ruled on it, rule on it again, stop stepping out of line, stop moving out of turn. You're, you know, he just, he laid the smack down on them. We're yes. not used to seeing justice, Joe. We're just not used to it. And we're seeing it time and time and time again in this case. And I don't want to get in front of myself, right? Because anything can happen. But when you have CISA labeling Americans' thoughts cognitive infrastructure that they can regulate and control, and there are public-private partnerships where basically it's corporate fascism, where NGOs will write tickets of people who are saying wrong think on social media to send to Twitter to get them banned or monitored for days at a time. I mean, this is what we're getting out of this discovery. There's a help desk where there are NGOs staffed with CISA employees, our tax dollars are paying for this stuff, and they're monitoring social media, finding things that they don't like, and then sending them off to the social media companies to get rid of and then watch you to see what else you say. And I want to I simplify this as much as I can. It's Tracy Beans. Go, go to UncoverDC.com. Read this article and all the articles she does. Does an amazing job. Follow her on all the social media where you can find her, B-E-A-N-Z. Um, but I want to simplify this as much as I can. You and I have been saying for the years that we've known each other now that Twitter has been censoring, ghost, ghost banning, shadow banning, search yeah. banning. Uh, they've been deleting tweets. They've been hiding tweets. They've been banning people for no reason. And you and I have said out loud that we believe they're working in conjunction with somebody in the deep state or in the government that wants to control the narrative. They are literally squelching free speech. And the answer we always got from the other side was, it's a private company. They can do anything they want. Well, that may be true if you're not working as an arm of the government. Once you start working as an arm of the government, you now have to abide by the Constitution, which is the Supreme Court law of the land. And they're not. If they're squelching our free speech, squelching our, our freedom of expression, and they're doing so at the behest of their rulers in Washington, that's a major problem. Is that what we'll get in the decision in this case? That it did happen, because we already know that it did, we have the evidence, or that it happened and it's bad and we're going to punish the government for doing it? Both, actually. You know, they already have, the judges already said they've proven this is happening. Yes. The interesting thing, the Biden administration's argument in their motion to dismiss the case completely is, yeah, we're working with the social media companies. We're giving them guidance and suggestions. We don't have a gun to their head telling them that they have to do these things. I just things. have to yell BS, and you, and you know what I'm going to say here. That's yeah. like the government saying the CDC and the FDA just made recommendations. You didn't have to get the jab to uh -huh. lose your job. You didn't have to get the jab to stay in the military. You didn't have to get the jab to be a medical worker in New York, when of course you had to. You couldn't even go to get, get a slice of pizza in New York City unless you showed that you got the jab on somebody's recommendation. So we know that's BS, right? Yes, especially, I mean, that that's the same thing as they're trying to pull with ivermectin right yes. now, right? Same, same exact thing. It is BS, and it's even more BS because we have, especially Jen Psaki, on the record, in public, brazenly pro proclaiming, we're going to look at them if they, you know, if this doesn't change, we're going to look at them for antitrust violations. Right. If this doesn't change, we're going to reevaluate Section 230. So they're basically threatening these social media companies, if you don't do what we're saying right now, which is, as Jen Psaki said, if you're banned on one platform, you should be banned on all of them, Joe. And she wasn't, she wasn't making a recommendation. She was saying what they had to do or else we're going to look at you. Yes. So there, there's th that argument is just not going to hold water. And what we're seeing more and more is more of this, like I say, corporate fascism, just like we're seeing. We published an article today about this. Um, I didn't write it, so don't ask me too much detail, but... 
It's about this partnership the government has with with the with uh, FedEx and UPS to track gun parts and people buying guns. Wow. It's the same thing. It's the government working with private companies to get around the laws and the rules that are in place that say that they can't do certain things. And this case, Missouri versus Biden, is is one of the first and strongest and most successful so far that there is ever. I've never seen a case make it this far in 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 the free speech realm when it comes to social media it just hasn't happened so how does it shake out what's the best case scenario the judge finds that there was collusion the government was directing the government was interfering with people's free speech on these platforms i mean you could say okay don't do that anymore but how does that change my life tomorrow well if if there's gonna have to be mechanisms put in place to keep an eye on the government. But right. if there is an order that goes down that the government and its officials are, <laughs> the interesting thing about this is what they want, what the remedy that Missouri and the rest of the world wants is for them to not be able to communicate with social media companies at all regarding censorship practices, right? right. And do you know the government had the absolute cojones to argue in their motion to dismiss that that would be squelching their speech and against the First Amendment, I was wow. beside myself when I read that. I'm like, these people are so hypocritical and disgusting. That motion to dismiss has not been ruled on yet, and it'll be oral mo- motions. It's not going to, it's not going to, he's not going to grant the motion to dismiss. There's uh, just no way. Good. And it sounds no. like you've got some some judges with their heads on straight, although yep. it sounds like the government is, is judge shopping. Um, and, and I hope that they're not going to be successful with that. Tracy, keep us updated on that. I want to talk a little bit about Arizona. Um, sure. I had Carrie Lake on the other day. She is still fighting. She isn't going to concede. Um, at the end of the day, you've got a, a certified election in Maricopa County. Cochise County is not certifying yet. The state of Arizona didn't certify yet, although it might take certification for her to legally challenge um, the result of the election. We know that there were 20% of the tabulators that didn't work that day. Yeah. She says there were reports as, as as many as 60% of the precincts had some sort of problem. Yeah. And there were a lot of people waiting in line when the polls closed that didn't end up voting. Hundreds and hundreds of people in just one place that didn't end up voting. Then you got Andrea Mitchell on NBC saying Maricopa County runs elections better than anybody on the, on the planet. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like I'm going to pull my hair out. So, so what happens here? Um, there's a lot of legal wrangling that's going to end up happening here. Um, the fact that Katie Hobbs didn't recuse herself or resign, like you had Brian, uh, what's his face in, um, uh, 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 Kemp in, in Georgia, he did resign when he was Secretary of State running against Stacey Abrams in 18. The fact that she didn't resign, she's the one that will be certifying her own win, which is in question. So what happens here? So I was watching the case of, of Abe Hamade, who's yes. the, uh, running for attorney general, and it was just dismissed without prejudice. And the reason why it wasn't ripe for discussion yet, right? This is the thing that they always have a problem with with these election-related lawsuits, because if you bring it too early, the judge can't hear it. If you bring it too late, the judge can't hear it. Who has standing? Who doesn't have standing? It's right. always a nightmare. However, this judge was not willing to dismiss this case outright as it was. There was an oral hearing and all of the things that Katie Hobbs and the other gentleman who was being sued, I'm not sure who it was off the top of my head, all their arguments that they brought forth in their motion to dismiss, the judge wasn't having that really. Basically, at the end of the day, he was saying, you guys need to provide the information these folks are looking for. This race is less than 500 votes difference. And so they're going to refile that lawsuit, what, in two days? He'll refile that lawsuit and it'll go through again. But it's promising. And remember, he is the candidate for attorney general. He's an attorney. He's a, he's a good one too. So watching this stuff happen is is a little bit 
There's never been an election integrity related lawsuit that other than Antrim, Michigan in 2020, that has made it to that far of a, of a place without the judge dismissing it outright. And by the way, the one in Michigan, it ended up with 6,000 votes went wrongly to Biden. They ended up going back to Trump. Um, but, but in this case, just in the last 30 seconds here, uh, do you agree with me that they've got to wait until it's certified before they actually have a claim? You can't claim that you lost if you haven't lost yet. Yeah. And isn't that just the pits? And then it's once so it's annoying. certified, the judge might say, well, it's certified. What am I going to do? Um, yeah. I mean, so that's the pickle that you just explained. But Carrie uh, Lake literally thinks that if they're successful in their suits and the Republican lawyers are involved in this, too, they could force a revote. Do you think that could happen? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. So many bad things have happened with election integrity lawsuits and lawsuits by candidates that it's hard to be optimistic. But people can prove that they were disenfranchised. They don't know where they're where they're tab- they, they filled out the thing. The tabulator didn't work. Oh, put it in, yep. in drawer three. Trust us. It's good. And then uh, Carrie Lake says she's got information that those those ballots were mixed in with ballots that, that ballots that had already been counted. Yep. If that's true, people can't even prove that their vote counted. What else right. can you do? There's nothing else you can do. There's not, the only other thing that I think they have going for them is this time we got so involved in elections there. Yeah. The, the poll workers and the election judges are all making affidavits. It's not just the everyman who came to vote. It's the people that worked the polls saying this didn't work. This is why this is the shady thing that happened. And I was working for 12 hours that day. So I saw it myself. Amazing. Uh, Tracy, amazing information. As always, go to UncoverDC.com. She's the editor-in-chief. She is the boss lady. Go and follow her on, on Getter, on Truth, on Gab, on CloudHub, on on uh, Telegram. Hopefully back on Twitter soon and uh, come back soon. Love the information. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks, Joe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you in a bit. <laughs> Keep it here. We're coming right back. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. A lot of people asking about Tracy Beans, how they could find out more about the information she does, the investigation she does, the reporting she does. UncoverDC.com is the website, UncoverDC.com, or go to Rumble, and uh, you can look up UncoverDC uh, there as well. Plenty of videos, plenty of stories, plenty of information to get out there. She does a great job. Hopefully, Elon Musk will will, uh, will allow UncoverDC and Tracy back on Twitter soon. I don't know why they're not on there, um, and there was supposed to be some sort of huge unbanning this week, which just didn't end up happening. So make sure you go and check that out. Do me a favor. Stop by JoePags.com. I actually posted a video today about singing, a little bit about singing, mixed voice, head voice, chest voice, all that stuff. Also, I did a short video both on Instagram and on on YouTube about Liver King, and I'll probably take that segment that I did on Liver King out of this and uh, and post it up there as well. So go to the website. It's always your one stop for all stuff Joe Pags. Also, click on store, get some gear there, JoePags.com. Follow me on whatever social media is your favorite. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.